And I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Kim Moody. Tēnā Kim. A honey producer is a buzz. Do you see that? With its latest results. See what we did there, Charlotte. Kia ora. Honey exporter Kim Vita has reported record full-year revenue, with all market segments seeing double-digit growth. However, net profit fell 13% to $11.1 million in the year ended June, as the company spent nearly $3 million on technology upgrades. Revenue rose 12% to just over $234 million, with its greater China market delivering $109 million. Convita Chief Executive David Banfield says the company sees plenty of opportunity for further growth. Globally, household penetration of Manuka honey is less than 1%. Um, our highest market has a household penetration of 3.5%, so that's 3.5% of all households using. So if we were to be able to replicate our highest household penetration globally, well, that's a significant opportunity for us. And ultimately, we need to keep sharing the amazing and unique properties of Manuka from New Zealand. David Banfield says Convita expects to make an underlying profit of $3.5 million in the current 2024 year, including $7 million to complete the technology project. It expects 2025's underlying profit to be in the order of $50 million. Listed residential property developer Winton has more than doubled its full-year profit after a record year of settlements. Net profit for the year was $64.6 million as compared to last year's $31.7 million, while revenue rose by a third. Winton says it was a big year for the company, with 565 settled units. That's 21% higher than last year, driving revenue growth. Chief Executive Chris Meehan says despite the property market challenges over the past 18 months, the company is continuing to operate with confidence. We delivered 116 more units than we did in FY22 and, and that was achieved while navigating what was an extremely weak and, and disrupted construction season. Our strong pre-sale book continues to protect our future revenues and as I mentioned it still stands at $419 million as of June 30, 2023. Uh, we also locked in supply contracts to minimise the effects of supply chain and inflation issues, which have served us well. Our FY23 results were the outcome of a number of years of development and due to a completion timing, a standout year for settlements and revenue recognition. Looking ahead to FY24 and the timing of completed units and the type of completed units means that revenue will likely be lower than FY23. Winton did not provide formal guidance for 2024. Genesis Energy and joint venture partner FRV Australia plan to make a significant investment in new solar farms across three North Island sites. The joint venture expects the solar farms covering 740 hectares in Manawatu, Waikato and Hawke's Bay to generate enough electricity to power 85,000 homes a year. Genesis General Manager Craig Brown says the $600 million investment will see Genesis become the country dominant solar provider. So this is really demonstrating our commitment to develop solar for the New Zealand market and to enable us to uh, displace thermal generation and, and increase the renewable portions in our market. We'd like to think that we're really well positioned uh, to play a leading role in solar and, and ultimately that's our, that's our goal. And from Genesis' perspective, um, 
the combination of solar plus wind, our existing hydro, um, geothermal and other renewable sources will give Genesis and New Zealand the balance that it needs. Genesis also plans to develop a solar farm in Canterbury, producing 80 gigawatt hours of electricity per year, while the latest North Island developments will produce an expected 680 gigawatt hours. Craig Brown says sheep can also graze under the solar panels, allowing for dual land use options. Warehouse and logistics landlord Property for Industry has made a half-year loss, though the company says its portfolio is in good shape with 100% occupancy. The company has reported a net loss of $30.5 million for the six months ended June after higher financing costs and fair value losses on the value of its portfolio. However, Chief Executive Simon Woodins says demand remains strong in the rental market with vacancy rates at all-time lows. Our resilient and well-located $2.1 billion industrial property portfolios performed very well, with core assets delivering annualised rental growth of 4.2% across the $32.8 million of contract rent that was reviewed during the period. 4.6% of contract rent was leased during the interim period. Rents were agreed on half of that at an average of 14.7% above previous contract rents. The remaining half is subject to market reviews on renewal date, with the entire portfolio approximately 16% under-rented. Now, despite the drop in income, the company expects to pay four-year dividends of between 8.1 and 8.3 cents per share. That's up 2.5% on last year's dividends. The company that powered the working-from-home revolution is is among the big employers ordering workers back to the office, but they may face some pushback. Zoom employees have been told they must work on site at least two days a week if they live near near an office. Now, irony aside, Zoom is following other major tech companies, such as Google and Amazon, in ditching the COVID-era approach to remote work. Even the White House is calling for some staff to head back in. However, Eagle Hill Consulting Chief Executive Melissa Jazoa says nearly half of employees will look elsewhere if their employer reduces work flexibility. You can't put the hybrid work genie 100% back in the bottle. Workers like the flexibility and the independence, and at the same time, they've seen the value of working in person at appropriate times. So I think the recent news doesn't mean remote work is over. I think it simply means it's nuanced. I think the key is that most employees agree that a certain degree of in-person work is important. They just don't like mandates and rigid rules on how they get their work done. That's Melissa Jezoa from Eagle Hill Consulting. Let's get a market update now. We're joined by Brad Gordon of Hobson Wealth. Kia ora, Brad. Another busy day of results. How has the market reacted? Yeah, good afternoon, Kim. The um, NTX 50 growth index is currently down 25 points at 11,434. But if we just jump over to those results, Comvita is just up one cent at $3.30 and property for industry is unchanged at $2.34. Elsewhere in the market, um, Auckland International Airport is up four cents at $8.16. The real weakness is sitting with Chorus down 17 cents at $7.98. And that was after uh, significant cost increases, um, whether it's result yesterday. Fletcher Building up one cent at $4.95. Fisher and Paco Healthcare down 16 cents at $22.33. Heartland Group up one cent at $1.72. Mercury down three cents at $6.33. Meridian down two cents at $5.34. Main Freight 
down 66 cents at 65.63. Uh, Somerset down 7 cents at $9.85. Ryman down 4 cents at $6.61. And Spark unchanged at $5.02. And heading to Australia, how are they looking? Yeah, a slightly tepid start for the S&P ASX 200 as well, down uh, currently four points at 7,111. BHP is the most significant with its result out today with dividend guidance disappointing the market, but um, the share price is just off 10 cents at $43.42. Obviously, the China rhetoric um, and the economic weakness over there is impacting. Uh, Commonwealth Bank down 24 cents at 98.21. CSL up 84 cents at 267.70. Tilstra up 3 cents at $4. And West Farmers down 54 cents at 49.08. And heading back here now, how is our dollar trading today? Uh, The New Zealand dollar is buying 92.44 Australian cents. Um, This is where the real action is, down at 59.25 US cents against the Japanese yen at 86.7 against Great Britain pound sterling at 0.643 and against the euro at 0.5438. The New Zealand trade weighted index at 69.6. And that leaves interest rates, oil and gold. The three-month bank bill rate at 5.68%, 10-year government bond rate at 5.16%, Brent crude at 84.45 US dollars and Spot gold at $1,894. US dollars. Oh, kia ora, Brad. That's Brad Gordon of Hobson Wealth. And we'll be back with a wrap of the day's business news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint.